0: is being dedicated in memory of Moshe Morris ben Nagia Hakoyen. May his soul be uplifted as memory be a blessing for his family and the entire Jewish nation. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Kisavai. Our parsha begins with the laws for when the Jewish people will settle in the land of Israel. The first mitzvah is Bikurim, the requirement to bring the first fruits to the base of This only applies to the fruits and produce which are amongst the seven crops that Israel is known for, wheat, barley, dates, figs, grapes, pomegranates, and olives. Moshe then repeats the blessings that the Jewish people will receive for following God's commandments, or heaven forbid the curses for doing the opposite. He continues with detailed instructions on how to proclaim these blessings and curses on Mount Gerizim and Mount Ebal, reminding the Jewish nation that we are God's chosen people. However, a question comes to mind. The mitzvah of Bikurim took a very long time to be actually put into effect for it is only applicable once the Jewish nation conquers and settles into the land of Israel. But during that time, there are many other commandments that can be carried out. So why is the mitzvah of Bikurim the first commandment that the Jewish people are told to do when they inhabit the land of Israel? Furthermore, the prayer that is recited when the Bikurim is offered includes a story of the years that our forefather Yaakov Avinu spent working for his father-in-law and their journey as a small family to the land of Egypt. What is the connection between the story of Yaakov Avinu's time spent by Lavan and his journey to Egypt to the mitzvah of Bikurim? The Mishnah in Bikurim, chapter 3, details how the mitzvah of Bikurim was done in a grand and magnificent manner. It would start with just a small group of people and their fruit. However, it would grow larger with each city that they passed through. People from each town would join their convoy with musical instruments and their offerings and there would be continuous singing and dancing until they reached the gates of Yerushalayim, and with overflowing happiness and excitement, they would fulfill the mitzvah of Bikurim. The Mishnah explains that the reason for the passion and enthusiasm was to show gratitude to Hashem for the blessings that He bestowed upon them. And this is the same reason why Moshe Rabbeinu singles out this mitzvah of Bikurim for when they enter the land, even though it will be quite some time before it can be fulfilled, because he's teaching the Jewish nation, that they must be grateful for all the blessings that they have because it is all from God alone. The reason why we mention the story of Yaakov Avinu and his journey to Egypt is to show us the power of gratitude and recognizing the source of our success. Yaakov Avinu came to Lovan as a poor person, but with the blessings of God he left with a large family and a great deal of wealth. We also mention his journey to Egypt to remind us of Hashem's power, how he took a family of just 70 souls. And turn them into a great and prosperous nation. It reminds us that He chose us to be His people, and for that we are eternally grateful. One of the many ways that we can show our of gratitude to Hashem for all the blessings that He bestowed upon us is by saying ani, in the morning, or making a bracha, a blessing, before we eat or drink. By doing this, we show God that we recognize that all the good that we have in our life is solely from Him, and we express our hope that He will continue to bless us with revealed good and rebuild the third base Mikdash, where we can finally, once again, fulfill the mitzvah of Bikoram. In our daily life, we must understand that gratitude is one of the most underestimated methods we can use to enrich our lives. The feeling of appreciation and thankfulness for the good that we receive in our life will make us happier, more fulfilled, and satisfied with our life. And as a result, it will open up more channels for goodness to enter our lives. The best part about being grateful is that you do not have to wait for other people to do good to you. Instead, be the first one to act and express your appreciation towards your fellow, and you will see the drastic positive change that you will have on their lives and on the world as a whole. There's an amazing quote that I once heard, if you are thankful for what you have, you will end up having more. However, if you are concentrated on what you don't have, you will never have enough. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, thepartialperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaeperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.